There is a corner in my backyard where nothing grows. It's not from lack of trying. Gardening is something I love to do. And I know a bit about plants and soil and seeds. This back corner of my yard seems like a good place for plants to grow. It's partly shady, with some midday sun, there's adequate water, and yet the soil is always rock hard. I've amended, I've mulched, I've left the leaves and the fir needles that fall there stay to decompose and enrich the soil as nature intended. What I want to grow in that area is a little patch of native wildflowers. I've chosen plants that should be able to grow in that particular location there. And in fact, being native should be adapted to that microclimate. And I keep trying, scattering seeds with high hopes every year. This spring, to my great excitement, a few little shoots came up, but they didn't last long. So now in the height of summer, it's bare ground once again, not even any weeds. The rest of my yard is bursting with verdant growth. And I wonder if this bare corner is a failure on my part as a gardener, or if there is just something about that spot. Maybe it's something like that rocky ground we just heard about in the parable of the sower. This parable holds a special place in my heart. Not only because it speaks to me as a gardener, though that's certainly part of it. This parable is the first godly place story that I learned. It's the first story I ever told in a godly play circle. And that experience of telling the parable of the sower was transformational for me. Because in that telling, I entered into this parable in a different way, in a way that is more true to what parables are meant for than mere reading. Suddenly for me, this simple little story had a depth, had endless possibilities for meaning and interpretation. So a parable is a short allegorical or metaphorical narrative used to illustrate some sort of truth. A little snippet of a story with another meaning behind the words. Parables are a teaching tool that have been used for thousands of years and still are today. The prophets in Hebrew scripture used parables and Jesus would have been familiar with this type of teaching. And in fact, Jesus was a master at it. Jesus used parables to talk about the kingdom of heaven, a lofty theological concept that people struggled to understand. So he used terms that ordinary people could relate to, 
settings, situations, and characters that were an ordinary part of life, like farmers planting seeds. But Jesus' parables often had an unexpected twist, something that made people think, what did he mean by that? So now this parable of the sower, or sometimes it's called the parable of the soils, this parable has an interpretation written down for us. We just heard it. Jesus tells his disciples what this little story means. And so we can see how the parable has a non-literal meaning. But there are only a couple of Jesus' parables that are explained for us in the scriptures. Most of them stand on their own, open to our interpretation. And commentators generally agree that these words of explanation about the parable of the sower are not the words of Jesus. Jesus certainly told this parable. It's in all of the synoptic gospels. It's in the Gospel of Thomas. But the interpretation was supplied by the writers of the gospels long after the parable was spoken. The interpretation was something that they thought the early church at the time needed to hear, and it is useful in its own way. But what if we step back from that interpretation and let ourselves hear this parable from the place of our own lives and our own times? We might not all be super familiar with sowing seeds in fields, but we can imagine. We can imagine someone going out into their garden where the soil is better in some spots than others, broadcasting seed with abandon and waiting to see what will happen. So when we tell the parable of the sower in godly play, we just tell the parable not the interpretation. And after the story, we wonder about it together. We wonder about different elements of the parable and what they could really mean. Like, I wonder if the birds were happy to see the sower. Was the sower happy when the birds came and ate the seeds? Who could the sower really be? I wonder what the sower used for seeds. Did all of the harvest come from the good earth? Or did some of the other soils yield part of the harvest? What was the sower doing while the seeds were trying to grow? Why does the sower sow the seeds so abundantly when so much of it is seemingly wasted? I wonder if the sower kept any of the harvest. If we follow the gospel writer's cue in the interpretation we heard, we, the people, are the soil into which the word of God falls. So what is it today that makes our soil inhospitable? Greed, anxiety, fear, what are the things that challenge or choke 
our faith. Racism, poverty, and a wealth gap that keeps widening, cultural polarization, gun violence, the lack of basic rights afforded to LGBTQ plus people. There's a reason so many of our members are walking in the pride parade downtown right at this moment. Because in our society, full acceptance as a human being is not a given for everyone. And as we talk about soil, what about climate change and its effect on our Earth's ability to sustain life? How are we caring for our good Earth? What could this really mean for us? I've told this parable many times to children, and I am always amazed at what they have to say. And when we wonder, I usually get some standard answers, and then, as imagination takes over, some silly answers. But when we allow ourselves to be imaginative with these parables, all kinds of meaning can open up to us. One time in a circle of children, the children decided that God was the sower. It's a pretty standard idea. And then they thought, if God is the sower, the seeds must be something very important to God. The most important thing to God is people, they said. So then the seeds that fell on the path and were eaten by the birds were babies who died before they could be born and were taken back to heaven by the angels. They said the seeds that fell on the rocks were people who died as children. The, the seeds that fell on the thorns were people who died when they were young adults. And the seeds that fell in the good earth were people that were able to live a long life. Another time when a child said, God is the sower, they thought about creation because that's how God would have started life, the life being the harvest. And so the seeds became cosmic dust and some of the dust floated out into space and some gathered together to create stars and planets and finally the good earth that we live on was created and brought forth life. One time, a child wondered if the sower was us, each one of us a sower. And the seeds were things that we do and say to others. Sometimes we feel like our actions have no effect and so are like the seeds that fall on the path and are eaten by the birds. Sometimes, they said, our actions or words are harmful or hurtful to other people. And sometimes, the things we do are good and helpful and fruitful, and we hope that is the biggest portion of the harvest. Now, I'm sure 
that these were not all things that Jesus was thinking of when he told this parable. And yet the beauty of parables is that they give us a creative, imaginative way Sorry, a creative, imaginative way for scripture to remain relevant and meaningful to us today. The interpretation we heard in the gospel reading today is good and relevant. And, and there is so much more. Let's hear that parable again. Let anyone with ears listen. One time, when the people asked him, what is the kingdom of heaven like? He said, the kingdom of heaven is like when a sower, someone who plants seeds, goes out to plant. And as the sower scattered the seeds, some of it fell on the path. And the birds of the air came and they ate the seeds. And as the sowers scattered the seeds, some of them fell among the stones. And as the seeds tried to push their little roots into the ground, they couldn't get past the stones. And the sun came out, and it scorched the seeds, and they died. And as the sower scattered the seeds, some fell among the thorns. And the seeds pushed their little roots down into the ground, but then the thorns grew up. And they choked the seeds, and they died. And as the sower scattered the seeds, some fell in the good earth. And the little seeds pushed their little roots all the way down into the earth. And they grew, and they grew, and they grew until they were ripe and ready for the harvest. And they were cut off and gathered up. And the harvest was 30 and 60 and 100 bushels. I wonder who the sower could really be. I wonder what those seeds could really be. I wonder what the harvest could really be. I wonder what this parable is saying to you right now.